Genius for life. Coconut smoothies coming at you. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 130 of 15 Minutes of Genius. It's not the time. It's not the date. 130. It is the episode number. Super proud of that. On our way to 200, Mark, right? On our way to 200. Mark's our producer. All right. So I want to give a big plug. Speaking of Mark, Mark Nicholas, Mark and Manhattan Beach Studios.net. Also, his guy that he works with, I'm just going to his guy, Nick, he's awesome. So either one of them, if they work with you, they can do videos, audio. They can make podcasts for you. They can do social media videos, which are truly awesome, great creatives. They're awesome guys. Make sure you reach out to him. Mark N. at ManhattanBeachStudios.net. For 15 minutes of genius, you can listen to us. You can watch us on YouTube or also LinkedIn. We post it every week. But also we have Apple Podcasts and Spotify. All right. On to our guest, Joe Magliano. Joe Magliano. Got the Italian vibe going on here. Maybe we're going to talk about some pasta. No, it's not pasta. It's something else. He is the chief product officer and co-founder of Other World, hailing from Port Chester, New York. A little bit about the company, Other World. It's a plant-based food CPG company addressing planetary and human health through uncompromisingly delicious food made with locally sourced and upcycled ingredients. That's great. Launching, they have launched, right? They're launching and launched pancake and waffle mixes stacked with superfoods in 2021 Other World Foods dot com joe how you doing my friend i'm doing great how are you doing doing really good is that like is that a bedroom or it looks kind of guesty roomy in a way um it is my home office slash bedroom slash workout <laughs> studio slash whatever else you want to throw in there these days slash guest room you know you'll be on yeah. the couch yeah yeah love it man very versatile room very versatile mm -hmm. yeah i remember like uh when I was in sa I was in sales. I'm still in sales, right? Running a company, just like we all are as founders. But I remember um, I was at a office. It was a copier, like division that we sold copiers to people. It was like you know a career I had in the 2000s. And a guy walks in and he goes on the phone and he was bragging to one of his clients. And I'm like, I can't believe he's serious. He's like, I'm gonna take care of everything for you, from my office, which is also my bedroom. <laughs> hey we're at home now right now it's yeah, not a crazy a idea where yeah yeah now that's a, something something to brag about we're saving we're saving money by doing that exactly and like it's everyone's doing it like every other zoom yeah. call i can see unmade bed in the background you know so <laughs> a little bit of motivation to be organized in the background i'll tell you that <laughs> awesome man well tell us your story uh, i would not want to take too much time away just from telling your story um, just about how you created the company, the products, um, how you dawned on this idea, and also where you're at in retail. So, Joe, go. Appreciate it. So, Jen, my co-founder, and I, we've actually known each other for about a dozen years, and we met in undergrad. Fast forward not so long ago, we were talking about different problems that we saw in the food system. We kept coming back to the fact that planetary and human health were really intertwined uh, in the way that we could solve these problems. Realized we needed to get more fruits, vegetables, and whole grains into people's diets, and we wanted to do that in a way where it'd be, um, we'd do something sustainable using upcycled ingredients. So we started to think about traditionally decadent foods that have a tendency to spark joy in people's homes. 
and the food that we as plant-based eaters maybe don't eat very much of now, but ate a lot of as kids. We had this really fun sort of nostalgic moment over Zoom or FaceTime where Jen said, did you, did you eat tons of pancakes and waffles when you were a kid? And, you know, we're both children of the 90s, so the unsurprising answer was almost every day for both of us. Um, fast forward five months, you know, we had developed plant-based uh, pancake and waffle mixes, all with different superfood profiles. And then we had figured out a way to source uh, upcycled ingredients for these mixes and uh, start to commercialize. We launched in end of November of 2021, so not, not so yeah, long very ago. Very recent, like a few um, months from this taping, it's like two months, two months ago. Wow. Okay. Exactly. Uh, and we're in a handful of retail doors, but we're selling mostly direct to consumer online. We just uh, won the golden ticket or one of the golden tickets with KD. So we're, we're onboarding with them. We're excited to start work, working uh, towards some natural and specialty there. But things are things are going well. So everything is getting accelerated these days. So happy to happy to sh happy to share that. Awesome. Awesome. I mean, uh, Getting into Kahi, it's a big deal because they, you know, for those that don't know, they nationally distribute to like Sprouts. They go to a ton of independents. They go to Albertsons. They're all over the map. So, yeah, congratulations in such a short amount of time, like two or three months. You're already major distributor, eventually get into more, you know, bigger stores. The one thing, cautionary tale, make sure you look at every line item on the checks when they send it to you. Like, I, oh, I have to say yeah. that, like deduction management Usually they're honest, but once in a while, I mean, they're honest people, but they make mistakes. And we have caught multi-thousand dollar deduction errors, and we, we have to fight it. There was a shipment they claim never arrived, not to get off topic, but I'm too late. They, <laughs> they sent a shipment. Right, we sent a shipment to Dallas, or they, they picked it up, and they claimed that they never got it, like it never <laughs> arrived. And we're like, well, there's a pallet missing from our warehouse. The trucker said they delivered it. But you're yeah. not you're saying it's not in your warehouse like that's not yeah. our problem after four months they finally paid it they found it <laughs> so, yeah anyway be um, care it's always good going, to be careful yeah. with them yeah without going into too much detail uh about 40 minutes ago i dealt with very dealing with a very similar issue of, um, <laughs> of product seemingly being uh, not being where it is supposed to be even though it was you know all along the way accounted for you know one yeah. of those things I drove out to Kehi Chino. Now, Kehi has gotten a lot better. I will say that. They've gotten better because we've been working with them for years. But the, the experience you had, right, where something was missing, I drove out to the Chino warehouse to see where the pallet went. Like, mm -hmm. they wouldn't let me in because it was on a holiday weekend. Like, there was not, mm -hmm. there was no one there. Um, but this happens, right? And this happens in business in general. Things don't go yeah. your way, right? And you have to adapt to that, pivot, and then move forward and break through that wall. So, in the two months that you've, that you've launched, what are some challenges that you've had besides, obviously, the KE thing you just talked about? Um, what's next? But more importantly, like, how has the launch been? Has it been what you expected? How are the sales doing out the gate online? Uh, tell us more. Where are you at? Yeah, a uh, uh, quick point of clarity. I want to be fair to Kehi. That was um, a Shipmunk, our third-party logistics partner issue, <laughs> um, not not a Kehi issue. So you know, it's good. it's 8 p.m. on the East Coast right now at you know 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. I'll be out in Pennsylvania at the warehouse um, to to clear this whole thing up. But um, from a challenge perspective, well, you know, I'll try and take these one at a time. Um, there are sort of just these things that are out of your control. There's there's the supply chain stuff that you know Jen and I, with our backgrounds, we we're pretty 
uh, aware was coming. We feel like we got ahead of it, but um, our packaging supplier who, you know, truthfully, we love working with them. They're an amazing partner. They made a mistake and they produced our packaging out of spec. And we have these really beautiful tin coated steel containers, but um, for a decent, a decent portion of them, um, the tops are on too tight because the bodies were produced um, too big. So we, okay. we, uh, yeah. People, some of the people just couldn't, get... people couldn't open them. It was so tight. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. Um, so we figured that out after production. Um, and there's a certain number of them that are just not correct. So we've been working with them to make sure the tolerances are correct on, the, for, on this next run. They're replacing everything that they already sent us. We are keeping a claim sheet with all the customers. Anytime there's any issue, we send them free stuff and credits. Um, and we go back and forth, not just on email. It's like, let's get on the phone. Let's apologize. You know, this is our fault. It's not your problem. Um, we're going to get you new stuff that works properly. So we're just taking it as an opportunity to deepen relationships, not just with our supplier, but our early customers and say, hey, we appreciate that you're early adopters. You're willing to try us and this product early. Um, you know, if you're willing to stick with us, you're going to have a great experience. And we appreciate the feedback and you bring all this stuff to us. So early challenge there, um, but we, we've worked through it. We are, you know, about 10 weeks into this point and we are, we are producing again from a commercial perspective, which is, just, you know, a really huge win. Um, sales have been going great. We're starting to scale all the different channels that we're on. We, we very much want to set up a multi-product omni-channel business. So there's a lot of different margin analyses that go in there. There's a lot of different partners that go in there. So we are spending the first quarter getting on board with a few people like Kehi and um, working our way into some retail stores, getting our Amazon store set up, um, expanding direct to consumer, and then also some of these you know third party platforms that thrives, plant bellies, um, you know, et cetera. Got it. Uh, Mark, can you show the packaging one more time of this product? I I love that. Like for those that are watching, like what's so great about it is every other pancake or waffle mix just looks like a pouch that has pancakes or waffles on the front. So this just, it it differentiates. (laughs) It's like, this is premium. This is hot. There's trending items in here. There's adaptogens. There's healthy items that are more functional for you. It's really cool. Like it's so simple. Yet, like, yeah, it's it's very very effective. If it's sitting in the pancake and waffle aisle for mixes, you know, uh, or even online, but especially in the store, it's going to pop. So differentiation is is really really huge. Um, I want to go back to your comment too about customers and really caring about them that you get on the phone with them. Like, yeah. I can't I can't like say that enough. Like what Joe is saying, every customer counts, and. Like what we did, which, you know, you have that level of customer service like Genius Juice does, is on uh, around Christmas time. I made sure it wasn't late. I sent it about a week or two before <laughs> Christmas. I sent them a care package to the, to the top 100 customers on GeniusJuice.com. We sent a beanie. We sent a microfiber cloth, a bottle opener, and also a bunch of coupons for free product. And it just, in the, in, in, and I basically emailed them. I was too lazy to write all these notes, but I emailed all of them. You know, I got all their emails and said, thank you for being a loyal customer. You keep us going and keep us in business. So every customer counts. I'm glad you have that approach. It's great. I'm going to log that uh, approach in the back of my head for next holiday season. Absolutely. um, I will shoot, I'm going to shoot you an email as soon as I do it and say, thank you. 
Absolutely. I'll, I'll be, I'll just buy a bunch of product and be one of those top customers. And then you send it to me, right? <laughs> easy as that. Yeah. That's and an easy way to do it. Absolutely. And D to C wise, um, we can talk about it. Like, you know, it's what am I talking? We can talk about our next podcast. No, you're, you're here <laughs> is, is TikTok. Tell us what hmm. you're doing or what are you doing on TikTok and Instagram to expand your D to C in a couple in like a minute? It's a great question. So we are working, I don't want to give away too much of the secret sauce here. We feel really lucky. Um, don't worry. No one else working. is, no one else is listening. It's just <laughs> the, the people listen to this podcast, <laughs> including me. So, you know, I, I, I came here for some ideas and I got some good ones. So, um, we are working with, um, the BUPR lab and BUPR lab is a student run organization and they, uh, they do PR. We are working with them to reach the Gen Z audience. One of the things that they're doing, which is really cool and interesting, is they're going to be creating content for us on TikTok. And these kids, I've never felt older in my life than being explained how to work on how to, how, how TikTok operates. And yeah, I've been on the there and I've engaged we're, on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the responsiveness that's needed on there, the the sort of sort of ingrained. Um, being in this community and yep. being digitally native to this platform is so, so important. So even if, even if Jen and I decided to make a TikTok every day, it just wouldn't be the same. Yep. So we want to make sure that we're engaging with people who are digitally native to these platforms. And we're really excited to start with BUPR lab for the next 12 weeks to get this content up and running, not just from the company side, but also producing ads, having feedback from those ads the same way we do, uh, which is a, you know, on Facebook, Instagram, it's a much easier platform, you know, to sort of run ads and get feedback on. And then, you know, test, learn, and then scale after that. That's great. Those are taking notes, BUPR labs. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to reach out, you know, we're, you know, we, yeah. we have someone handling our TikTok who's great, but as, as far as like ideas, strategy, creative content, I'm a big fan of the TikTok live. I thought it was mm -hmm. like totally freaking weird when it first came out and like a lot of weird people on there doing weird shit, like, you know, at 10 o'clock at night <laughs> or 11 o'clock at night. But I start seeing, I started to see people doing music and like singing and playing yeah. instruments that are very talented or doing like stand-up comedy or just sharing about their life and stories and very inspiring. So TikTok Live, I mean, there was one that it was in a restaurant or it was in a ice cream parlor where it showed the employees serving ice cream to customers and it was just on for three hours. So these are things where people want yeah. to know more about people that, you know, people are opening up more to their real life. It's very authentic. And that's where I think TikTok is really just, you know, quote unquote, crushing it, right? I don't use that word too much, but crushing it. So let's get into our next segment because we're out of time. So this is called Rapid Fire Questions. Rapid Fire Questions. All right. Yeah, I had, a, I had COVID about a month and a half ago and not using it as a cop out, but I am mixing up words left and right. I'm like, good. And then suddenly I say a word that doesn't make sense. So I'm glad that I haven't done that too much in this podcast. I'm doing the Bill Clinton thumb. Like, I did not. I'm sure I'll help you out at some point. Don't worry. <laughs> Thank you. I need it. All right. Here are the questions. For music, which decade is best, the 70s, 80s, or 90s? 80s rock, 90s rap. There in you that go. order. Great answer. That's the first time someone, first time. Someone answered two different decades and gave a reason why. That's pure genius right there. <laughs> we should have a sound bite, Mark, like pure genius. 
All right. What do you do for exercise? Uh, triathlon. Right on. You have the, the, the build to be, to do a triathlon for sure. Appreciate Skinny, it. athletic, you know, tall, same as me. What yeah. uh, movie you can watch an unlimited amount of times? You know what movie I'm never disappointed that I watch is Inside Out. Yep, that's a great one. I love that Pic movie. Pixar is just, they hit every time. And, and I was like, yeah, maybe Zoolander and, you know, maybe some of these other. But you know what? Every time I watch that movie, I just, I, I leave with a smile on my face. Absolutely. Chocolate or vanilla? Vanilla ice cream comes to mind. Favorite country to travel to? Denmark. I am a huge fan of Copenhagen, and I think it is the best food city in the world. Don't tell my fellow Manhattanites that I said that. I will not. We'll make sure to block them from the broadcast on LinkedIn. <laughs> we'll, we'll X them out demographically. Favorite Star Wars character? Maybe it's because, um, you know, the Boba Fett thing is out right now, but um, Baby Yoda is just, just the greatest. Yeah, most popular character of all time and has only been out for like three years. Yeah. Uh, what is your, uh, move a little faster here, uh, what is your spirit animal? I'm probably an elephant, I think. Yeah. You're not, you're not going to say baby Yoda again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Animals in reality. Animals. Are, yeah. He's yeah. Unfortunately not real. It'd be cool if he was though. Do you like to yeah. drive an SUV, a coupe or a truck? So truck, I'm going to go quick story. Um, we had to rent a U-Haul for an event that we were doing and I rented a 26 foot U-Haul, which is quite the commercial vehicle. And I drove it for about 10 hours straight and it was the best time ever. So I'm a, I'm a trucking guy now. I would have never expected that. Love it. Love it, man. For food, salty or sweet? Salty. Favorite day of the week and why? Tuesday because there are tacos every Tuesday. Tacos every Tuesday. Love it. Love it. That's a great reason. Uber or Lyft? Uber. I have a few friends that work at Uber and no friends that work at Lyft. So I'm trying to support them. Got it. LeBron James, Michael Jordan, or Kobe Bryant, greatest of all time? This is supposed to be rapid fire, you said? <laughs> uh, so greatest hard of to all choose, time. Right? Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, Michael Jordan, greatest of all time. See, that wasn't that hard. It was, it was MJ all along. You, you knew it. Yeah. You, know, it, you thought yeah. about it, you're like, why am I thinking about this? It's MJ. <clears throat> yeah. Terminator 1 or Terminator 2, which one do you think is better? You're going to hate me. I've never, I haven't seen either of them. I can't say I hate you, but I feel sorry for you. Next question. <laughs> Favorite food or drink? If you're stuck on a deserted island, you cannot say other world. You cannot say genius juice. Mushrooms. Mushrooms. First time someone yeah. answered mushrooms. He's breaking records oh. here on the show. Hen of, Hen of the Woods, my talking mushrooms are just the greatest thing. Um, I just had some for, for dinner earlier. Love it. They're, they taste good when they're cooked, for sure. I yeah. love all right, so yeah. that is Rapid Fire Questions with Joe Magliano. Magliano, man. So, yeah, man, uh, this is a lot of – oh, I heard a sound effect. All right, so uh, that is episode 130. Joe, thank you for being on our show. Congratulations on the launch of Otherworld. If people want to buy your product, I said it before, but I'll let you say it again, website and social handles, please. 
for people to find you? Sure. The website and all of the social handles are Eat Other World. So Eat. website www.eatotherworld.com. Social Instagram, TikTok, Facebook is at Eat Other World. And they're going to start having B P. What was it again? B U P R. Right. Yeah, the Bo- Boston 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 University PR lab. PR Boston so University reach PR. Out, reach out to them. I can't say enough good things. They'll they'll try and spot you in for next semester if they have space. But we're gonna we're gonna keep working with, with them. They're great. Awesome. And uh, that's where the TikTok's gonna come from. So look out for students from BU. It'll be on the TikTok for other world. Can't wait to see that. Do some lives too of like making like pancakes and waffles yeah. in the kitchen. That'd be pretty cool. Oh yeah. All right. So thank you, Joe, for joining us. Episode one thirty. Have a wonderful night. Okay. Thanks, Alex. You too. All right. Take good care. Take All right. Care. So. That is episode 130 in the books, 15 Minutes of Genius. Thanks for joining us. Big plug to Mark Nicholas, markanimatehadmeetstudios.net. For all your editing desires, make sure to reach out to them. They're cool guys. Trust me, they're geniuses and they're cool. So again, episode 130, find us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify as well to listen to us all day. And one last thing, stay genius, my friends. Genius for life. Coconut smoothies coming at you.